<laughs> splished my face. Cheers. Ooh, Nelly. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Virgos Not Virgins podcast, episode three. Woohoo! I'm excited. Here we go. Okay. So today's episode, what are we, what are we talking about? Today we're going to talk about if we settled Mm -hmm. and are we settling? Yeah. And why? So basically the reason that this topic came up was because when we asked for questions, one of our followers questions was, did you settle relationship slash work slash where you live and then they basically just proceeded to say like I don't think you did but I just want to know your Good own topic to talk like about yeah it. I want to know your input on it so yeah. that's what led us to be here I mean that was a few weeks ago and I was thinking about it <laughs> so for those that don't really understand what the question was is they're asking if we settled in our small town and why we mm-hmm. chose to stay here where yeah. we essentially grew up our entire yeah. lives from. It's it's a very small town, not lots to do, but yeah, like why did we settle here? I settle. feel like also, okay, so before we even get into why we stayed, I feel like a good good way to start this is I think there's different ways to ask that question and have like different meanings come out of it mm-hmm. because you can ask someone if they're settling and be insinuating that you believe that they've settled for less. Yeah. Or you can be asking someone if they're settling and kind of be thinking that maybe they've settled down. And I feel like it depends on the perspective of the person asking and answering. Yes, for sure. Right? Like, I feel like someone whose goals are to, you know, get really far in their career, like make something out of themselves on social media, have like a really high social status, like in the views of our society nowadays, Mm -hmm. probably think... That people who kind of aim for a simpler life of, you know, raising kids and staying in a small town and like, you know, being able to do the things you can do in a small town. I think that those two different groups of people might have different perspectives. Yeah, like for me, I guess probably for a lot of people, but like growing up here... High school starts rolling around, you're 16, 17, 18 years old. You're like, ah, I can't wait to get out of this town. Mm. As soon as I graduate, I'm leaving. I'm going to the city, Mm -hmm. which is what a lot of people have. And truthfully, a lot of people, once they do turn 18, they're like, ah, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get a house. And then they just kind of, they like the money. They Mm -hmm. like being independent and they don't want to leave. Yeah. For myself. I was one of those people. I definitely was like, I cannot wait to leave. I took a year off of school and then I was like, oh, I'm going to university. I'm doing it. Yeah. (laughs) So I applied for university. I got in and I moved to Saskatoon. I was in Saskatoon for like six months, I think. I wasn't there very long. I definitely loved living in Saskatoon. It was great. Loved the city life. But it was nice coming home on like every other weekend or however often I came home. But... Um, I don't think people realize how hard it really is to make new friends in school. 
or in a city in general, it's, yeah. it, it, uh, for me, I found it hard. Making friends in high school for me was so easy. But do you think you moved back here because you were wanting to settle for less or because you found that you were happier being able to settle down here? For me, for moving back here, I was like forced to move back because I was not doing good in, in university at all. So I, <laughs> I had to come back. Um, but then once I moved out and then... At the time, my fiancé was playing hockey, so he wasn't living here, which didn't really make me want to live here anymore. But once he did finally move home, everything was a lot different. We were like, oh, let's get a place together. And then, like, I got some kitties. And then (laughs) I finally got a job that I actually didn't hate so much and that paid really well. So once you work at a job that's paying you, like, pretty good wage, it's hard to just leave that, especially having no school behind me to to do that I was like yeah I can't give this up ever (laughs) yeah I mean I guess I have like a different experience right because I also took a year off of school like or in between high school and college and I stayed here and I worked two jobs saved money so I could put myself through college and then me and um my friend Courtney we moved to the city together and like I also like I made friends in the city I made friends like through Courtney's job and like a few through college but I had a really hard time relating to the people that I went to college with (laughs) yeah because a lot of them were just so different than me like personality wise so I like could not relate to a lot of them but I made a couple really close friends but then I graduated from college and I stayed in Saskatoon I think I lived in Saskatoon for four years and I liked it there, um, but I found that, like, spending the holidays there and, like, spending summer in a city was not fulfilling. And, like, I also lived in Winnipeg before, right, when I was mm-hmm. in, like, half high school, half middle school, and I loved my friends there. I mean, I didn't mind the school, although it was a private school, so... It was difficult for me because I didn't agree with everything that they believed in. Um, But then I was always longing to like move back here. But then like you said, in high school, once I was here, I loved it here because I could get along with everybody. I had a lot of fun. But the whole time I was like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Can't wait to get to the city, the big city. Yeah. You think there's so much more opportunities there and the malls are there and the bars and there's there's a lot more fun things to do there. But and absolutely there are opportunities in the city that you you can't get in a small town. But I feel like when I did move back here, like what was that now? Three and a half years ago? Mm-hmm. When I did move back after living in Saskatoon for four years, it was like a huge shock. I didn't want to come back. I did feel like I was settling. And I wasn't settling in my relationship, like I wasn't settling for Jeff. Like I feel very lucky to have Jeff. But I was settling because I was making a compromise on what I thought was, like, the best option for me, which was staying in Saskatoon in my mind. I felt like I was making these compromises to move back here. Felt like it was the end of the world. I was like, I'm never going to go anywhere or be anything. Because I think what happens is when you make a decision in your head, like, say if I was juggling between staying in Saskatoon and Flin Flon, and I picked Saskatoon for those years, right? Like, those four Mm -hmm. years. I convinced myself that living in Flin Flon was, like, the lesser option to make myself feel better about having picked Saskatoon instead. Mm -hmm. 
And then when I had to like move back here, it felt like I was admitting defeat of some sort. You know what I mean? Like I was really upset about it. Um, and I think that that's something that people do a lot. If they are juggling two options and they think they're both great at the time, but then they do pick one in order to make themselves feel better about and not, and not regret that decision they make, they make the other place or thing seem worse in their mind to justify it. So I feel like at a time I did feel like moving back here was me settling for less. The job I'm in right now absolutely is me settling for less but it's not forever so I don't even like using the word settling because I'm not staying there it's good pay it's a it's a steady job especially right now during a fucking pandemic Mm -hmm. like my end goal isn't to stay working where I am yeah and I I honestly believe that I won't I have bigger aspirations and goals than that but honestly, I don't know if those include being in a big city ever. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like for even for me, like my job that I'm doing right now, I don't see myself doing it forever. I mm-hmm. don't absolutely love my job, but it's good for right now and it's good for what I need. And in the end, it's going to help me, you know, it, like it, I'll have it to fall back on whenever I need it. If, yeah. If I do try to go for something else and it doesn't end up working out, so... You have a fallback. That's exactly fallback, how I feel about nice. so my education as well. I'm working... Yeah, I'm not in love with the job that I'm doing, but I'm... I don't hate, hate it. I mean, I'm yeah. not a miserable person by any means. Yeah, so. like, I feel like I've made the best of the situation I'm in when it comes to work, but when it comes to living in Flin Flon, for example, mm-hmm. if all of the stuff, like, the mine that most of our population works at is kind of up in the air right now there's like a level of uncertainty on whether or not it's staying open Mm -hmm. it might be shutting down whatever but if I knew for 100% certain that that mine was it say it signed a contract they found like a huge deposit it's staying open for another 50 years Mm -hmm. I honestly don't know that I would want to leave yeah me and I feel the same way with that like I feel like if that was the case this town would be in its booming days again, like it once was yeah. before, which I wish I was, you know, a teenager or during an that, adult yeah. during those times because it sounded like the best times. But no, I don't think I would either. Like my whole family's here. My fiance's whole family is here. I don't ever see us leaving unless we're kind of forced out. Yeah. But. And this is my other thing. Like when, when that person asked, like, did we settle? I like really th- like pondered on it because I was like, I don't feel like idealizing a simple life means settling. And I like did a bunch of research about this and someone in an article from Thought Catalog said, you will never have time to be exceptional if you have a husband and kids. Obviously this is a woman referring to other women. And I don't honestly believe that everyone feels the way that this Mm -hmm. girl does but there are do like there are people that do feel this way and there are people that generally are like career hungry they don't want ever want kids they don't want anything holding them down they want to get as far as they can in their career that Mm -hmm. they're happy in whatever that may be and I think that's great I like I think that's a great goal I think that's a great aspiration but it's not my aspiration yeah like I don't think that being a mother or a wife means you can't be exceptional in a career. I think that makes you exceptional. <laughs> I think I think also at the same time people need to start 
stop looking at having kids as like something that we just do because we can. That's how a lot of people are born, Mm -hmm. right? Like accidents, like myself. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's people that have kids and are exceptional parents. And that's like, if you want to be a parent, you want to settle down like, and you know, plant roots and be a parent, be a wife. Like there's no reason you can't be an exceptional parent, be the, the best parent. With and also being exceptional in your career yeah, as well. Yeah, that's both. exactly 100%. it. Like, in my mind, like I said, if I could, if I knew I was staying in Flin Flon, my goals, I have goals for that. Like, I, I'd mm-hmm. like to open up, like, a, a bakery bistro. Like, we've talked mm-hmm. about stuff that we would like to open up together. Yeah. I'm not going to tell anybody because <laughs> you'd take our idea because it's so fucking good. Um, <laughs> but, like, I have goals if yeah. I can stay here. For sure. Yeah. And I don't think that makes me any less exceptional because in those goals I have for my career, I also have the goals to be a mother yep. and be a wife and get to raise my children around like people what close you, to me. And what you grew up and in. And what I grew right? up in. And the, the things that you can do in a small town mm-hmm. that you can't do in a big city. I can drive my kids to a city and have them get to do all these things. And I feel like people may argue saying, like, well, you're taking opportunities away from your kid. Like, what can the schools here offer them? Sure, okay. Maybe they can, they won't offer as much, like, Mm -hmm. educational-wise. Yep. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. But also, their social life will be, I feel like, way better because they know everyone. They have connections that way. Say if someone that they were in school with, go somewhere, like, really big with their career, and they're also heading down the same path. Well, there you go. You probably are still friends with that person. You guys have a connection yeah. to one another. You can help each other. Lots of the connections stay for life, which is which is really good. Yeah. Which you don't get from a city. I mean, I guess I never grew up in a city. I, 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 know, I did. But... Like, I grew, like I said, I've, I've, you know, lived in a few different cities now, and although I do have some friends still from each of those places and all of them really good friends... The majority of the people, you didn't live anywhere near them. Mm-hmm. So you didn't, you couldn't just walk over to your friend's house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you were going to hang out with someone, it was a whole thing. You had to plan that. Yeah. You probably were sleeping there and going to school with them in the morning. Like, or they lived in like, say when I was in Winnipeg, half of them lived in Steinbeck. You're not hanging out with those kids after school. They have kids from their hometown or from their neighborhood that, that they're friends with. at their school, yeah. For me, like I... I could walk, I think my best friend's house was like a kilometer from my house, mm-hmm. which I mean is really not that far, but I mean, when you're 10 years old, it's kind of far. But like I could hop on my bike and be like, hey, mom, dad, see you later. Like, yeah. bye, I'll be home when I'm home kind of thing. Absolutely. And because it was so small and like there's not traffic, like they didn't really care where you were as long as they knew yeah. where you were going and when you were coming home, a good estimate. And exactly. we played outside all the time. We could walk around everywhere. Like, and it was safe. perfectly safe to yeah. do so. And, and I'm not saying that, like, Flin Flon is totally 100% a safe place. Yeah, but it's in, gotten worse over there. Yeah, the but, like, sure, in but... comparison to a city, <clears throat> I would feel a lot safer having kids here and letting them go out and play. Yeah, like go to the park with their friends and... Yeah. Not have you supervised or something like that. Exactly. And I feel like, especially as women, I don't know how there's still this divide that being a mom, there's like a being a mom versus being a queer woman. I don't understand how that's still a thing. 
Like, it shouldn't be. If you don't ever want kids, then you don't want kids. You want a career. You're happy with that. You're content with that. That's awesome. And if you do want kids, and even say if you do want kids and you don't want a career, you just you just only want to be an exceptional parent. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that this person has the best life that you can offer them. I still don't understand how mm-hmm. people can see one or the other as this person settling. Like, it's all based on your perspective and having an open mind, but... Yeah, and one thing that bugs me about, you know, career versus kids, like, for me, I started my apprenticeship a year and a half ago, and I want to have kids fairly soon, so mm-hmm. I would tell people, like, oh, oh, yeah, we're going to have kids in the next couple of years, and they're like, oh, well, what about your apprenticeship? Like, well, what about it? Like, like do I, you become suddenly, like, like unable I, to do anything? Yeah, like, like people... They hint at like, oh, if you have a kid right in the middle of your apprenticeship, you're not going to finish it. Like, why can't I? Yeah, who are you to tell me what I can and (laughs) The school's an hour and a half away. If I really wanted to drive back and forth every single day, I could. Evan will be a perfectly fine father that he can take care of a child for a week while I'm away. Like, you know what? That's the other thing, too. I feel like saying like, oh, did you settle and being a mom. On top of that, there's another parent here Mm -hmm. there's a father and they're just as capable you just make it work like I don't I just I hate that women are are portrayed that way like oh if you have a kid you can't continue your school no more you can't do this you can't do that you're giving up your whole life yeah but men don't give up their whole life when they become Uh, a father which is just I don't understand how some guys do see that as oh if I have a kid my life's over I can't party no more I can't hang out with my friends no more it's like why though why do you why do you see it that way? There's a healthy balance between having a social yes. life and being a parent. Yes. And I feel like, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I feel like when people want different things, yeah. like, you know, they're on their deathbed. What are they going to be content with? I did the best I could. I'm I'm at the very top with my career. I lived a fulfilling life because I fulfilled all my dreams, mm-hmm. which were to be a career person. Say that's what you want. That's awesome. If you are the one that's content and happy with it, yeah. then it literally doesn't matter if there's people that come up to you and say like, are you going to get a boyfriend soon? Are you going to have kids soon? It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you're the one that has to be happy with yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's same with staying here. Like if people think that say we settled, not settled down, settled <laughs> for less because we're still here. That's their perspective. I'm happy with my life right now. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I have things now that I would not be able to have probably for the next 10 years if I was in the city yep. that I wanted that were my goals to own a home, to own a dog, to have a, a pension building up. Yeah. Like, those are things I want. And also on top of that, other than COVID being in the fucking way, <laughs> I can travel. I can afford to travel and yeah. go see the world. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, like you, you ask those business people that make millions and millions of dollars a year, are they happy? A lot of them would probably say no. A lot of them they wish they had more time to do stuff. A lot, a lot of them probably work all hours of the day. They probably don't ever see their family or don't didn't have time to start a family, or even enough connections to have like real friends and like you know like. But some people are content with that, which is fine. Yeah, some people are, which, which is, is fine. Yeah, and there's. There's nothing wrong with either. It's just, like I said, this question had me thinking, like, a lot. And also, I, I've i seen, uh, actually, I've seen a comedian act. I can't remember his name. But he basically said, like, 
this was part of his show. He was like, you have millions of people, millions and millions of people in the world. He's like, and you honestly believe that your soulmate is someone else from your town of like 5,000 people. (laughs) And I laughed because realistically, like probably not, but at the same time, I don't believe that you have only one soulmate. I also Mm -hmm. don't believe that your soulmates are necessarily... Um, that your soulmates are necessarily just people that you're in, like, relationships. Yeah. It, yeah. As in, it like... It could be friends, too. Yeah, it could yeah. be friends. It absolutely can be. But that being said, that's another thing that people, I think, perceive as people that are still with their high school sweethearts or someone from their hometown. They're like, oh, they're just settling because they they can't... They don't think they can find anybody else. They're, they're, they're weak. They don't want to leave this person. Mm-hmm. I've made decisions. I've had choices and opportunities, not opportunities, but moments where like, sure, I questioned Jeff and I's relationship because we were young at the time and whatever, but I made choices to stay in this relationship, not because I felt like I was settling, Mm -hmm. but because it's what I wanted. I wanted this relationship. I still want this relationship. And I honestly don't think that I want to see a life that he's not my partner. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? So although I feel like lots of people do perceive relationships like yours and mine as settling because we found these people so young, they're just scared. They don't want to... Or that we're not going to last. Stuff like that too, right? Oh, yeah. That's the other side of it. Yeah, will break up eventually. Uh, They're probably going to end up getting divorced. (laughs) Which, okay, maybe you're right. But what the fuck is it any business to you? Like we're happy now. It's not settling. We're just, we're living it day by day. Today I'm happy. Tomorrow I'll probably be happy. So like, yeah. why, why think of the future? Like, oh, I might not be I, happy. I was gonna in 10 say years. I like, can't say. I I have goals. I have aspirations, mm-hmm. right? Whether it be my home life, my relationship, my work life, but I have no idea what the world is gonna throw at me. Exactly. Look at this fucking yep. pandemic. I feel like it's honestly knocked me back, like three years towards my goals. Even though it's only been a year, it's fucked up mm-hmm. so much stuff. For a lot of people. Yeah. And I feel I feel like because of that, a lot of people's goals have been, have changed. Yeah. They've had to change their whole perspective on life. Especially because I feel like a lot of people's relationships just with other people have been so crazily affected from this pandemic. Yeah. Like, I can think of a few just off the top of my head that I honestly, like, I don't believe that some people would still be, like, together if they weren't forced to stay in a home together and face each like problems with one another, you know, you had to challenge each other. You had to actually talk about stuff. And I've also like, there's people that don't have anything to do with each other anymore. And that's due to COVID. But like, I feel like these relationships that these people had there, it's eye opening. Yeah. When when you have to be with somebody 24 seven, well, unless you have to work, but I mean, when you're with somebody that much, it, makes you realize, okay, do we get along or do we not yeah. get along? And on top of that, I think that people's perspectives changed on yeah. like their goals, their aspirations, what they wanted because their relationships changed so much. The relationships and connections they had with people that also like were leading them down one path mm-hmm. have now totally geared to a different road. Yeah. So I don't know how anybody could honestly say whether or not they're settling for something right now because 
no one knows what's going on. No, I'm just living it day by day. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's coughing a lung out in the background. No, but I live it day by day. There is things that I want. There is things that I have, that I would do if the yeah. company did close down that I had to do. But I also have things that I would do if I, if the company stayed open and we stayed. I have I have wants for both of them. Yeah, me and too. And I have cons for both of them. Absolutely. So, like, that's exactly how I feel. If I get the opportunity that I can stay here in Flin Flon and ha- have a family here mm-hmm. and eventually open up the things I want to open up, like, start the businesses I want to start, that's amazing. Those are the goals and aspirations I have right now for the life I'm in at this moment. Yeah. So, I don't see anything that I'm doing as settling. No. But... If the mind shuts down and we're put in a position where we have to make a decision of staying or going, I'm probably going to leave because what are we going to stay for, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it's different when your friends are here and your family's here and there's opportunities here, but if half the town fucking leaves because the mind's shut down, like, we're probably going to leave. (laughs) But even then, I have no intentions of moving into a city ever again. No, I would definitely, if I had to move, I would move closer to a city because we're, yeah. we're pretty far away from a city as right now, but um, I would definitely move closer. It would still be a small town, maybe a little bit bigger than this, but not much bigger than where we're at. Yeah, and I also feel like I would want it to have the same sort of vibes environmentally, like yeah. in the sense of like, I can go out on the lake, out on a boat during the summertime. I can go like... If anyone's ever seen Flin Flon, it's like we're in the middle of the boreal forest in Canada. So there's huge rock faces, you know, there's places you can hike, camp, like things that you can do. Snowshoe, camp snowshoes, like ice fishing. Do, yeah, like, go to a cabin. Winter, summer, there's so much outdoorsy stuff that you can do here. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. So I'd, I'd want, yeah, like Saskatoon. I, I idealized moving back there because so many of my close friends live there. And you like the idea. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you watch the show Friends. You love the idea. Or, like, How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Those shows make you idealize being able to, like, stay in your friend group and, gr- like, kind of, you know, grow up with your friend group yeah. in, in a certain city or something. But realistically, I don't want to move back to Saskatoon anymore. I, it's not one of my options anymore mm-hmm. because it's just, like, it's a great city. I can understand how people who live there enjoy it. But me personally, like, I just, it wasn't it for me. I, yeah, I would definitely miss the summers. Mm-hmm. The summers here are There's nothing like fantastic. summers in Flin Yeah, like, everybody is just always in a good mood. Everyone's always down to drink. And, you know, go, go on the lake, a, go a, a Tuesday the or a Wednesday or yeah. it's a Saturday. Like, if the sun is like, shining, let's go to the beach. Yeah, <laughs> if the sun is shining, we're going to someone's cabin, we're having some yeah. day drinks. Yeah, and it's just, it's awesome. And... And our friend group, we have such a, like, a big but tight friend group. Absolutely. Like, our friend group is fucking huge. Yeah, and that's not something that you would get if we all had to, you know, move. Separate. And, yeah, move to a different city, but Although it is part of life, I guess, right? Yeah, people are going to move away. We're not all going to be here forever, but I think the majority of us will. If we can. If we can. And I would love to have my kids hang out with your kids. and 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 all of... (laughs) Our friends' kids, because we have a very few that of our friends have that children. have kids right now. Yeah. But for us, you know, we're 
getting up there in age. It's almost it's almost baby making time. It's, it's also <laughs> like this is another thing where obviously, like I had said that quote earlier, you can't be exceptional if you have a husband and kids. Yeah. I that's all am I want so to be. <laughs> excited to be the most exceptional parent. I love my yes. parents. God bless, but like I would like to learn from the mistakes that they made like because like I said before I come from a broken home so things Mm -hmm. weren't always perfect and I also was absolutely like I was the first kid so I was the trial and error child (laughs) right like you figure out what you're doing with me yeah so I want to learn from the things that they did that maybe I wouldn't do and be the most exceptional parent I can be yeah you know what I mean and like I I moved around a lot as a kid like, a lot. And although it was great because I met all these great people and I made mm-hmm. so many great friends, honestly, honest to God, I don't want that Yeah. for my kids. That would be tough for sure. Because you, you, yeah, you make a lot of friends, but you don't make those deep, Life deep connections. Long. Yeah. Like, my, my siblings on my dad's side, they have these, like, lifelong family friends that they've known since they were babies. Yeah. And they have, like, this person you know what I mean? That's like basically a sibling to them. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm honestly like I'm envious of those kinds of relationships because I think that there's nothing like that. Yeah. You can't form that kind of bond. You can get close to it. Like I have like Courtney we've been really, yeah. really, t- I have my cousin, my cousin, my one cousin from in town. Like we've known each other since I was like four mm-hmm. and she's as close, like you know what I mean? That's as close as I got was like cousins that were close to my age that lived in town and stuff like that. But you don't get stuff and relationships like that unless you stay somewhere. You stay somewhere for a very long time. Yep. And I don't think that staying in one place means that you're jipping yourself of opportunities or things that you get to see. Like, like you said, we make good money now. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't say good money. We're not out here making like fucking... We're living comfortable lives. Like, no... By any means, are we going to be millionaires ever if we live here? Never. <laughs> we're, but we're going to live a comfortable life. We're going to have the things that we want. Our kids are going to have all the opportunities that and they things want. that they need yeah. and they want. And I think that we will have great lives. We'll have great friends. Like, we will have each other and all of our other friends. And we, I think we will have, like, play dates and we'll have, like, yeah. barbecues and, like, exactly. stuff with all of our families together all of the time. And, and here's it, the thing. This is lost on our generation, I feel. Yeah. And the, especially the younger generation. That idealistic, like, you know, skipping in the fucking yard with your kids kind of thing. It's kind of, it's not the norm anymore. That's mm-hmm. not what people want anymore because, you know, there's so many things because of social media. You can have a whole fucking life through your phone. And social media. Mm-hmm. So people don't see any, like, importance in living a quaint, simple life. Yeah. But to be perfectly frank, when, if I, by gr- the grace of God, happen to live to be very old, I personally would like to have grandchildren, great-grandchildren, mm-hmm. kids that I have be left a mark on close to them yeah too, right but like, that I've left a mark on because yeah. as much as a impact that you make on social media right say say somehow you've hit millions of people you've impacted those people and they might miss you right like when celebrities die like I get a little ting tinge of pain sometimes when certain celebrities have died but it doesn't make a mark 
on my life. Mm-hmm. It's not actually rippled anything in my life. I don't have any personal stories to tell of that person. But when someone who is like a really close friend or a grandparent or whatever, you can share stories, you can laugh, you yeah. can remember their whole person, they're like their soul. I want that. I want that. That if I, like right now, I'm so happy with where I am. And if say something tragic happened to me, I'm gone, right? I honestly believe that the people that I have in my life right now, like would only have good memories of me. Definitely, yeah. And I've, that I've made a mark on people and yeah, that, that good, I'm happy with, point, yeah. that I'm happy with. So it's hard for me to think that I've settled for less. I, I feel yeah. like I'm settling down and planting roots. Yeah. But I don't, that's a good point. but I'm, that's but I'm not, it. yeah. And I'm not scared to like dig them up and have to uproot a bit. Yeah. If we have to leave, like definitely I would like to sit down. <laughs> with a bunch of us. And yeah. Like, okay, where are where we, we going? going? <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. Just because yeah. I'm a psychopath, I'm like, I no. want to stay with some of my friends. And if we all have I'm not the same but... opportunities for jobs in mm-hmm. either the same community or nearby Close, communities, yeah. why wouldn't we do that? Like, why know. why do we have to move so far away? Yeah, honestly. Like, like, I don't know. I think we could all plan it and that we could definitely all be... Close-ish. Pretty close together yeah. if we really wanted to be. And, okay, this is this is the other thing I, I was thinking about. It just popped in my head. My, I have, like, a few great aunts and uncles, for instance, who I honestly believe are exceptional people. They have done things, made huge impacts. Like, my one great aunt, like, was this principal at this huge school in BC. And, like, my one great aunt and uncle like they they like there's so many of them they've gone out and done things they're cultured Mm -hmm. they've seen the world they you know they had great careers these people all have families and they were exceptional parents Mm -hmm. they were like i idealize how great of parents they were and also like my one great uncle he posted a picture that he met prince philip they have one of my great uncle's (laughs) piece of pottery in the Buckingham Palace because he gave it to Prince Philip cool. and had an actual discussion, like a long one with this guy. And that's the kind of person they are. Yeah. Like the, they, they're just exceptional people, but they also had an exceptional family life. Mm-hmm. And Which I think it's, it's totally okay to do. And yeah, I don't, I don't consider that we're settling at all. I no. think that we're, we're just, we're just living our lives. And I'm, you know, I, I set all these goals for yourself, for myself, but for, like, I am working towards right now having a family. That's yeah. like, everything that I do right now is to get myself set up so that I'm ready for kids. For kids. To be the most exceptional parent. And to be, yeah, to be the best parent that for, you can be. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I, I, I have, like, this quote or this. I saw a comment on Reddit about, like, people settling down, thinking that, settling down, thinking that, you know, having a family life isn't worth anything. And it was. This person said that the word that came to mind was integrity. You feel whole and complete when you achieve things important to you and the person that you are. I feel like there's like, that just says it. That is everything. Like you, if I say, say Jeff and I break up, right? We broke up, whatever. All of my goals would change. Mm -hmm. The person that I am won't, but... I'll probably still head towards the same goals, but maybe, maybe I'll do it at an accelerated rate because now I don't have someone else 
You don't have somebody to else consider. to consider. You don't have someone else to worry about and like and I think that's why people think that we're settling because we're yeah. considering someone else's life. No, as well as our own. You want to live life together. Yeah, but I was going to say that's things. a choice that you make. Yeah. That's part of being in a monogamous relationship. And I feel like like in my relationship, like I feel like you don't think of things the same without that other person because with like you're thinking of that other person, so like you think about, okay, I want to do this, but how would this affect Evan? So and so. How would this affect him and what does he think about that? So you discuss that. And also they definitely help you either make good decisions or stop you from making bad decisions. Because mm-hmm. you I I don't know how it goes to you, but I have lots of thoughts that pop into my head <laughs> on a daily basis. And I'm like, ooh, I wanna do this. So I bring it up to him. And he'll either be like, oh, you know, that's, like, a pretty good idea. Or he'll be like, that's fucking stupid. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah. And I feel on. like, yeah, I feel like idealizing you. Like, you, your parents have been together since what? How old were they? They were 15, I think. Yeah, since they were mm-hmm. 15. I've been around your parents a lot. Like, they're they're such a good couple. They, they have all these things. Life, yeah. Like, you guys were raised really well, like... They have an exceptional life, mm-hmm. I, like in my mind and probably in theirs, but maybe that's not an exceptional life to someone else. But no, that, but, but them, it doesn't matter. Their kids are around all the time. Exactly, and we're all happy. We're and all like I said, good lives. Like it's all, all about perspective. It's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. That's all that they want. I I idealize like that kind of life as well. Yeah, but I have friends that are like, I never want kids. I yeah. I would like to get far as like. In my career, I'd like to travel by myself. I'd like to be independent. That's great. Like, mm-hmm. and at one point, like I said, when I first moved back here, I kind of was like having a internal crisis mm-hmm. about being back here. I felt like I had given up a trail of opportunities because I moved back home. Yeah. But then after a few months of, uh, of melodrama and really thinking about it, I was like, your goals have not changed. My goals now have not changed. If anything, I have greater opportunities being here because I have the money to do it. Mm -hmm. I was working two full-time jobs in the city from 5 a.m. till 1 p.m. and then from 3 to 11. I did that for a whole year and a half. I didn't have a life. I was miserable, but I had, I was in the city and I had a good, like I had careers kind of happening, whatever, but I wasn't happy. Yeah. And living expenses are a lot cheaper here too yeah, than a city, absolutely. so that helps a lot as well. But I was living with my best friends. I was living in a home with my best friends, mm-hmm. and my one best friend had actually just moved there, and I kind of convinced her a little bit to move there, and so I was leaving, and I was feeling like, like I felt, and I don't think they really did, but I felt really judged that I was picking coming back here with Jeff. And so for a while, if someone had asked me then, like, did you settle? I probably would have just said yes, just because I wasn't thinking outside of my friends are doing this. This is their goals. This is what they want. This is what's making them happy. I want to be able to fit into this box with them. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't fit into that ne- like that box necessarily. But I think that that's really important to be different than some of your friends yep. because you and need want differences things. and yep. want different things and you can still share in each other's like accomplishments Mm -hmm. you can celebrate the other one's accomplishments without wanting the same thing whether they're the same or they're totally different absolutely like Like if they got a promotion in their career i'd be like fuck yeah and if i got pregnant i would hope that they would be like Mm -hmm. fuck yeah yeah fuck yeah man like that's amazing but i feel like you know the different perspectives often 
yeah. kind of smear whether or not you're happy for people in the things that are big accomplishments to them. Yeah, like having, like for me, a big, a big accomplishment for me is like either buying a house. That's yeah. a big accomplish, accomplishment in my head. And starting a family is a big accomplishment. But for some people, like, yeah, their job is I, a big accomplishment, in that, right? In that article from that thought catalog or whatever, um, this woman said, I don't understand why we're celebrating people for doing the easiest thing they can do, which is become a parent. Anyone can do that. Is that you, easy, though? Okay, but wait. <laughs> but I was going to say, yeah, okay. Anyone can become a parent. That's true. But should they be? Not every parent yeah. is a good parent. Like, there's a reason why majority of the millennials, like, the generation of millennials, all need fucking therapy. Mm-hmm. No offense, parents, but maybe not all of you were good ones. Like, maybe they wanted to be at the Yeah, time, maybe they, they wanted like, to be. Maybe this isn't for but me. But it also... And struggled. Even and doing, fine, but... even doing their best, maybe, maybe they weren't the best. And yeah. that's why it's like, how could people think it's easy to be a parent? Not anybody should be a parent. Anybody can be one, but not everybody should be one. Mm-hmm. And there's like proof is in the pudding. You can look, like I said, throughout the years. There's tons of people who would like have no relationship with their parents. Yeah. Because they shouldn't have been. And whether that's a fault of their own or not, I don't know. But to say that it's the easiest thing you can do... I think that's a fucking cop-out. I definitely don't think it's something easy. I am not a parent at all, so I don't actually know. But there's a lot that comes with it. like, And there's a lot to being an exceptional parent. Yeah, like a lot of people... To being the best parent that you can be. A lot of people say that one, you get pregnant and you lose a lot of friends. That can't be easy to deal with. You have to deal with it, but like, yeah. And imagine making this decision that you were really sure of. Thinking that your friends are going to be happy for you. And they're happy for like three months. Or maybe not at all. Or maybe they see it as, like you said, people view it as you've lost a huge chunk of opportunities into your life. Yeah. Rather than seeing all the new opportunities that are coming with this. Definitely. Like, in my mind, you have a kid. You have the chance to be a kid all over again. See, for when people say that your life ends when you get pregnant or you have a kid, for me, my perspective, I think your life is just beginning when, a new one, yeah. When you get pregnant. maybe maybe your old life, the person you were before, yeah. like okay, yeah, maybe because you're probably a whole new person once yeah. you have a kid. But I your I whole know. world shifts. Like yeah. anybody that I've talked to and that I've been friends with, I've actually heard multiple people say like I and I quote, they're the only reason I'm living today. Like they're the thing I live for. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't imagine thinking that somehow these people aren't doing anything with their life like they're raising a whole child they're helping raise a whole new generation and I just I don't know and I feel like the world that we live in that's not easy yeah and the world (laughs) that we live in is so fucked up right now Mm -hmm. that I understand why there are some people that say I don't know if I want to bring a kid into this world that we're in right now I can I can kind of understand that I can kind of relate. I can see that, yeah. But I think that it's a little bit different being in a small town. The world does not affect you as much, the outside world, which is why I'm sure many small town people get called ignorant because Mm -hmm. they don't go to their way to see what's going on in the rest of the world. But like, 
that's a good thing sometimes Mm -hmm. because it doesn't affect your children in a negative way sometimes. Yeah, and, like, if you don't have kids, like, you don't get to tell your kids your stories and what you Mm -hmm. grew up on and let them know. Who are you passing down your stories to? Yeah, so, like, you want to shape your kid to be, you know, like, a kind of better version of yourself in in some way and, like, if you want to offer that to the world, like... Yeah. That they're going to be the next ones controlling the world, so... Yeah, exactly. you want to have control in kind of what people are doing and what people are saying and how people are acting, like... And I feel like people would... I feel like a lot of people are probably thinking to themselves, like, do these girls honestly think that if they told 18-year-old versions of themselves where they are now, that they'd be happy with it? When I... The night I moved back to Flin Flon, I went to a family friend's house because it was the Conor McGregor... Versus, what was it, like Mike Tyson or something? Something mm, like that fight? not Mike Tyson. I don't know. No, like, it, it was a fight that he's not, like, it was a, a boxing fight. I have no idea. Whatever. That. He doesn't, he's not yeah. a boxer, but it was a boxing fight. And I went and watched it on a big screen. And my dad was there. That's why I went. So I could say hi, like, hey, I'm back home. And he was a little bit tipsy. And I remember he said in front of everybody, he said, you know, I've been telling you guys all for years. He's like, I thought that this one was never coming back. Wow. And I didn't either. For a long time. I didn't think after I left I would come back. But, but honestly, and I think I said this in the first episode, I had a really hard time relating to the humor and like to the perspectives of people that were in the city. Mm-hmm. Even people that weren't from the city, from other small towns, but in like southern Saskatchewan. It was really hard to relate to them. They lived a totally different life. Yeah. We have our own slang here too, right? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> definitely have different slang. And just the way people act here, like, everyone acts a certain way, but in the in in the same way, it's like they're the same still, you know? Yeah. Like, like everyone's an individual sense, still. But, like, but everyone acts the same way. At the same in kind of humor. In our friend groups, anyways. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I know that it's, it's going to sound so conceited, I'm sure, when I say <laughs> this. But there are a lot of people that we did make lifelong connections with or that, like, Jeff and I are friends in Saskatoon that were from Saskatoon or other places. And they ended up being, like, adopted into the Flin Flon group of people that were living in the city. And they just loved us. They Mm -hmm. loved the humor. They loved the weird fucking slang. Like, they, you know, we had so much fun. Like, we met those girls from Ontario when we were in Vegas. Yeah. And... We got on, like, fucking white on rice. We did, But I'm yeah. pretty sure... And they're from a city, right? Yeah, and so, exactly. Yeah. Like, and it's like, I feel like, although it was hard for us to connect with people, when you do connect with someone, it's a totally different thing because... It is, yeah. Like, because we're... I don't know. Like, when I get drunk and I'm out in the city or in a different country, whatever, I feel like I act a little bit different, but, like, you're so friendly, right? I don't yeah. know if that's just the Canadian in us or what, but... I find pond. myself to be really friendly. So, like, when I, I'm coming up to, like, a group of people and, I, you know, I'm having a few drinks and feeling pretty good. I'm getting yeah. noisy. I'm like, hey, like, how's it going? And then you, you start talking and then, like, you just, you click with people so fast and so good. Like, yeah. I don't know what I it is. I used to go to the Cactus Club. Or, no, the Crazy Cactus, sorry. The Crazy Cactus in Saskatoon. Shout out to the Crazy Cactus. Love you guys. <laughs> um, but I used to, like, fucking live there, basically. Like, we, we hung out. That was our place. That was yeah. our go-to place. Even before they moved locations. Like, back when they were in, like, their grungier location, I guess you could say. Um, but I remember the first time we ever went. And the, it was, like, either the owner or the manager. He looked at our ID. 
he's like, Flynn Flon. He's like, you guys aren't going to cause us any problems, are you? He was, <laughs> and like, he, it was just so funny because every time we'd go back, like, Flin, you guys are the Flynn Flon girls. Like, they ended up kind of like getting to know us. And also, it, you said the word Flynn Flon. You had, there was some sort of, like, they're, yeah. they were excited about it. They're like, oh, you guys know how to party. You guys know how to have fun. You guys can get loose. You can whatever. Yeah. And there was like, Something behind being from Flin Flon. Yeah. Even six yeah. hours away. Because, yeah, everyone knows Flin Flon from Saskatoon, right? So, like, even the same way, like, when we went to the Skies, I don't even think that bar's open anymore. No. But... The Sutherland, it was called. Um, yeah, when we went there, like, when I would go to the city for my girls' weekends, like, girls' trip, we'd all go to the Skies, and then <laughs> somehow we made it all the way up to the DJ booth, and it was like, shout out to Flin Flon girls, and we would just hang out and party up there the whole time, and they yeah. just buy us drinks, and it was awesome. Yeah. Like, it well, was a like, blast. That's like, like us being <laughs> in Vegas. We were fucking lighting up the poolside. Like the only ones. The only ones. Up. And then it's funny because these um, people probably in their like mid 40s, 50s that were laying down, they're like, you guys look like you're having fun. It's someone in our group's birthday too. Like, let's have shots. Where are your girls from? Flin Flon. Oh, we have relatives in Flin Flon. Yes. We're in fucking Vegas. These people are yes. from fucking, like, I think they were from the States. That was me and Evan in Mexico, too. We met some people And they some knew people, people in worked in Snow Lake, and we were like, what? This guy we're like, we're all like... the way in the in Vegas. We're from <laughs> the middle of butt fuck nowhere, yeah. Flin Flon. And you know people. Like, yeah, we met these uh, this couple. We were sitting in the pool in, in Mexico. And I think we would just kind of start talking about, like, where everybody's from. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where these people were from, but I do, like, remember he was just like, oh, I know Flip Flon. He was like, I used to work in Snow Lake. And we're like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, there's, what? I've never gone, oh my god, that's like when I went to Spain. I can't remember if we were leaving from Toronto to go to Germany or if we were already in Germany just getting off the plane from Toronto. But my friend saw a guy ahead of us a few feet ahead of us in a fucking flin flon bombers hoodie he was german he was german and he like had done something he was an environmentalist or a geologist or whatever okay he had done something in flin flon had a flin flon bombers hoodie loved watching the bombers play hockey oh and and i'm pretty i think we were in germany that is insane. Even how? if you're in Toronto, still like yeah, a like, big airport. Fucking how? Like we're in this a huge airport. It, it was either in Frankfurt yeah. or Toronto. Flon is literally everywhere. And so <laughs> it's it's funny to me that somehow maybe people think that we have settled for staying here. But like this is home for me. I've gone and come back. Yeah, I'll always come back here. Yeah, if it's here. Exactly. <laughs> if it's here. If it's here. If it's here. <laughs> but like I just I feel like. There's not a, a, there maybe some people settle for the relationships they're in. Okay, maybe that's true. To your perspective. Yeah. I think there's people that I've looked at, and I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm not a judgmental bitch. I'm not going to, like, pretend like I've never judged anybody. I'm not perfect. I've looked at relationships and thought, oh, he or she is settling for them. Right? I've never thought that either. I, like, I, I've, I've thought that a few times. But the thing is, is that... Who am I to say? Yeah. Who am I to say that they're set, they've settled for anything? Because that's from me, from mm-hmm. an outside perspective. I might perceive you don't know that. What, you don't, yeah, you don't know but what you goes don't, on at home. Yeah, you don't see it from their perspective. Maybe that's the best thing that's ever happened to them. Maybe they did settle. Mm-hmm. And maybe one day they'll snap out of it and see that Like mine and happy, Evan's but... relationship, what people see and what people don't see at home is two totally different things. Like Absolutely. I don't know why it is that way, but like... 
People don't me see what happens at behind home, closed like, doors. We are like goofing around. Like we are doing the weirdest, dumbest shit. Like, oh my god, yeah, Jeff and I do and some weird shit. And we have a blast together all of the time. Like we want to be together twenty four seven. And people like people don't see that, but like I think people think of relationships as codependency sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe maybe I am a little codependent. Maybe it has something to do with like traumas from my past. But even if that's true, even if I am a bit codependent, whether it be in, on friendships or relationships, mm-hmm. it doesn't change the fact that, like, I'm very happy and comfortable in the home I'm in, with the person I'm with, with the friends I have. Like, okay, so if I'm codependent, if you, if you perceive my life as settling for less rather than me settling down, that's none of my fucking business. Yeah, exactly. That's none of my business exactly. what your opinion is of, of me. And if people... Like, a lot of you guys have been to Flin Flon or seen Flin Flon, but if you haven't, I don't, you don't realize how nice actually it is here. Yeah, it is Poor a small man's BC. Town, but it is <laughs> such, like, the wintertime, maybe not so much, but in the summertime, this is an absolute beautiful place. Yeah, There's even in the winter. a lake in the middle of town. It's a disgusting lake, but it, it still looks nice. like It shit. still looks really nice. And smells the rocks, like shit. And there's, like, there's toxic waste. You can't <laughs> swim in it. People dare people to swim in this fucking lake. I watched people jump in. I have to. It's just. I think my brother did last year. Sick. But it's such a nice town, and like there's the border town, right? So there's Creighton and Denair Beach as well. Denair Beach is where is where I usually go to for for the lake, and it's just like you're 15 minutes away. You hop in the boat and you are on the lake all day. Like it's it's amazing. It's really nice, and a lot of people in cities don't get to do that. But you know what? When I was eighteen, like I have a wilderness cabin, right? When I was Mm eighteen, seventeen, sixteen, going to the wilderness cabin with my parents or my grandparents or my siblings was not on my fucking priority list. (laughs) I did not appreciate the time spent there. Like I wish I would have. But in my now mid twenties, I'm like, there's fucking nothing better than going Mm -hmm. to a cabin and being like literally just being with earth just being there and being present yeah and like things that okay so things that people that live in a city strive to buy is probably not a boat (laughs) probably not a quad or anything like that but as small town people were like we want boats we want skidoos we want sea doos we want quads we want side by sides we want all of that we have the places to use them because we have the places to use them and a lot of people don't get to experience those things but have you ever been quadding? Because it's real fun. I haven't been in a little, in a little while. But, like, sea doing, oh, I love getting the boat. we should just do a whole fucking or session tubing. on quadding. Because I've like, done some Like, have you all been tubing? Because my dad used to whip me the fuck around Whose on dad didn't? Oh, my God. They get, they get behind a boat and they're like, <laughs> this is the only time I'll try to kill my fucking children. <laughs> and, like, now it's funny and it's a great time. He made I can't, me cry. I can't wait to whip the shit out of my kids. He made me cry a few times. But it was so much fun. Yeah. And, like, the experiences. And, and when you got back in the boat and got to watch your sisters, be like, oh, it's your fucking turn, bitch. Or your friends. You're like, good luck, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I can't feel my fingers. It's <laughs> so much fun. And I, I feel bad for the people that don't, like, get to experience that or didn't get to experience it that ever. in their childhood because that was the time to experience it, right? And those are the things that, like, we personally value. Yeah. Right? Because I'm sure that, like... I think about it. My close friends from the city, I'd love to get someone on here from the city. If anyone mm. wants to get on here and we can do an interview, I'd love to hear 
the things that people like idealize that things live that in the you city really want from your childhood. You, yeah, and you've always wanted and things you did. As, like things that you did as a kid. Yeah, that, that you, were that everybody you loved, did. that everybody did in the city that yeah. we have no idea about because we don't. Maybe there is some great Maybe things. Maybe there. Like, yeah, oh, and we have no clue because mm. we've not done it. But I'd love to hear it. I would I love would to. Too. Yeah, for sure. Hit yeah. us up. DM us. Let us know. We'd love to have a guest. Yes, a guest. Guest <laughs> of honor. Actually, you know what? We did have someone ask to be a guest. He uh, he isn't from Flin Flon. He, I'm pretty sure he's from Calgary. Oh. So maybe he has oh. big city. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. No. You don't know who I'm talking about? No. Um, he He's from Calgary, and he moved here in the last three years, and then just stayed because he liked it so much. His brother played on the Bombers. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, now I remember. Okay, I feel yeah. like bringing someone we, on that... Because he grew up in a city. Yeah. We definitely could, yeah, bring him on. If you guys want to hear yeah. from someone that grew up in Calgary on their perspective male of what perspective it's like, male well. perspective, yeah. so it's totally different than totally, our own. It would definitely be different, yeah. Then, yeah. yeah, let us know. I feel like that could be really fun. I think that would be lots of fun, yeah. I, I think he would absolutely love to do it. Well, well, he's already asked <laughs> if he could so be a guest, asked. and he had no idea what he would be a guest for, so... <laughs> So, yeah, like, no, that's definitely uh, something we could do in the near, near future. Yeah, I think if COVID doesn't shut things down and have to do it virtually, that is. But <sighs> fuck. if not. Also, yeah, like to the people going through huge lockdowns, I think our fucking province is about to do it again. But just hopefully that like this podcast is giving you guys some joy. I know that Ontario is going through a huge third wave right now. Yeah. And it's Saskatchewan too. And I yeah, think Manitoba is about lockdown. to fucking buckle up for it again. But yeah, I haven't even really been following, but I try not to. I'm getting, <laughs> getting the fucking COVID depressies, but yeah. I, I, I it is what it is. Know and Summer's coming. Hopefully we can, can all have enjoy friends it. outdoors. Yeah. So anyways, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please let us know. If you hated it, let us know. Subscribe, subscribe, please. Yeah, subscribe. Please download the episode. comments. Yes. Q&As. We would still love to do Q&As at the end of our episodes. We've gotten some questions, gotten some fucking weird ones that we're <laughs> not going to use. Yeah, and there's not enough to, uh, do, to like do a, a Q&A at the end. So, so yeah. Uh, we're just waiting for that. But love you guys so much. Thank you so much. See you next